Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the man who is not Ida Homely. It's MSG! MSG, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, you know, do- doing good. Is that a big diss in there? Do you call like each other Ida Homely in Idaho? Uh... No, that's must be for people that uh, aren't from Idaho. I've I've never heard that one, but I like it. I'm always trying to think of a of a new superlative for you, and uh, I don't know. No, you do great. Hey, MSG, have you ever sold Girl Scout cookies? Sold them? No, I'm no, I'm not a no. Oh, okay. You never know. You could have done like a bosom buddies kind of thing. <laughs> you might have thought you'd be better as a brownie or a Girl Scout than a Cub Scout. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't say that I have. You? Well, I mean, it's 2018, but so maybe now that could happen, but that definitely could not have happened back in the 70s or 80s, so, so definitely not. But no, I haven't either. I was a Cub Scout, though. I did things like the Pinewood Derby. Were you a Cub Scout? Did you ever get any badges, or were your kids Cub Scout or Girl Scouts? Uh, no, no. I remember there was some little kind of offshoot uh, organization that I participated in, much like the Boy Scouts. It was through the church we went to when I was a kid, but uh, yeah, I think they kind of structured it like that, so I did some of the you know, badges and camping and, and stuff like that. Yeah. You guys just have like militias out there. <laughs> <laughs> that was Michigan, right? They had the Michigan militia. <laughs> yeah, that's what maybe it was. Maybe I was just indoctrinated early and I don't, I wasn't aware of what was going on at the time, but yeah, I was thinking back. There was probably some red flags. Are, are you familiar with like the Pinewood Derby is that's when you, you cut a, a block of wood into a race car. We did that. Yeah. That was actually one of the activities we did. Yeah. When I was, when I was a kid, I was so excited to join the Cub Scouts because I'd seen this episode of Punky Brewster where... For the Cub Scouts or Girl Scouts, they had to, they had to build like a, um, what do you call like the bigger racers? Because when I was doing the Cub Scouts, I thought the Pinewood Derby oh. was like those, the actual race car you sit in, <laughs> but instead it was just like, it was one you went down the track. I remember being highly disappointed by that. <laughs> no, I think those are called box, box cars, box, soapbox, soapbox derby. I thought soapbox was something you stand on on Facebook. Well, yeah, but they have a derby out of those that they put, yeah, wheels on and it's, it's more of a platform for racing than espousing an opinion. Did your militia have that or was it just like archery, knife use, survivalism? Um, no, we never did the, uh, we never did the soapbox derby. My niece, she is a, she may be a brownie. I'm not sure she's a brownie or a Girl Scout. I should have clarified that with her because I know that both of them can sell Girl Scout cookies. She's in first grade. So perhaps she does. So we're going to go to an interview with her really quick. I caught up with her the other day when I was getting the Girl Scout cookies for her. She gave me some, some great information. So roll the tape. I'm here at Snackmaster Liv. She's a Girl Scout in the first grade. You sold me my Girl Scout cookies. Have you tried any yourself? What was your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Um, none of them. Okay, you gotta say, you gotta pick one. Okay, fine. Girl Scout S'more? You like the Girl Scout S'mores? That was your favorite flavor. Oh, and Snackmaster Dill's here. Snackmaster Dill, what was your favorite Girl Scout cookie? I didn't even, I only tried Thin Mints. 
Okay, you're not being very helpful. So now you So how many boxes of Girl Scout cookies did you sell? At least 40. At least 40 boxes. And how much does a box cost? Five dollars? Yeah. So you raised over $200 for the Girl Scouts. What was your best seller? Caramel Delights. Caramel Delights. How many boxes of those did you sell? I don't know. You don't know? And what's the most popular one at school? Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot? What is thanks a lot? It's a cookie. Okay, it's a cookie. There you go. Thanks a lot. Most popular one in first grade. All right, well, she didn't seem that enthusiastic about selling the cookies, and I'd never heard of thanks a lots before. Have you ever had a thanks a lot? I don't have them in my stack of cookies. According to her, that's the most popular cookie in the first grade. Wow. No, I've, uh, no, that's a, that's a new one on me. Never had the thanks a lot. Well, man, Girl Scout cookies, here's a little background on them in case you don't know. They've been around for over 100 years now. The first year the Girl Scouts sold them was 1917 to raise funds. As of 2007, in Wikipedia, I mean, they haven't updated this in 10 years, but they sold 200 million boxes per year as of 2007. I'm assuming that's increased as population has. And Girl Scout cookies, they're a little bit like a, uh, a pyramid scheme, right? Because <laughs> you, you go and you join the Scouts and then you get, you buy all these cookies, then you have to sell them to relatives his friends and neighbors. Again, you haven't been a Girl Scout, so I guess you're not familiar. And I should have asked my niece this, but do you have to pre-buy the cookies or does your troop just have a, I don't know, have a surplus of them that you just go and pick up? I wonder what the uh, the back-end logistics behind is. There's no way they could just, I mean, make the kids show up and buy hundreds of dollars of cookies and then go make their money back with a... They- that's not how it works, is it? Police are searching for a cookie monster who allegedly stole from this Girl Scout. Lana Archer and her mom, Laura, were selling the popular caramel delights, shortbreads, and of course, thin mints outside a grocery store in California when someone wanted to buy five boxes for $25. The nine-year-old brownie trooper was handed a $100 bill to pay for them, and she gave the customer 75 in cash. Turns out the bill appeared to be a fake. My gut said don't take it but then my other side of me said but we're the girl scouts who would do that bet the actors at the oscars didn't pay for chris rock's cookies with counterfeit cash i i don't know i because yeah that would sound like a pyramid scream it, it would be like you were selling uh like mary Kay or what is that uh, uh beach body or something of that effect or were you just trying to pawn these things off on your friends there was a girl named elizabeth brinton also known as the Cookie Queen, she sold 18,000 boxes of cookies in a single season what? and more than 100,000 boxes in her lifetime as a Girl Scout. Wow. She's known for selling cookies to sitting President Ronald Reagan. I mean, this this girl must have been connected, right? Yeah, I don't. you don't do that on your own. No way. Well, this girl, there's another girl who came around in 2014, Katie Francis. This girl's 12 years old. And she said, screw that 18,000 number. I'm going to beat it. <laughs> and I don't know if it took HGH or whatever to do it, but she... Broke the home run record. She got 18,107 boxes. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, how are you doing that? You, you must be able to sell to a big office building or, I don't know, rich dad buying all that. Not to take away from Katie Francis here. I'm sure she, she did a great job. But then this other girl, Charlotte McCourt, in 2017, she's from New Jersey and she sold exactly 25,000 boxes. Uh, that's, uh, those are some staggering numbers there, Dooner. I, I don't know how that's possible. Girl Scout cookies cost three fifty to five dollars, and mine costs five dollars, which apparently is like an all time high or it reached the all time high. I guess most people usually are paying between three fifty and four fifty. I guess in Massachusetts, cost of living is more expensive, so I got to pay five dollars a box of Girl Scout cookies. But the good news is that seventy percent of the proceeds stay in the local Girl Scout council to support the Girl Scout troops. The revenues are used to pay for events and activities for the Girl Scouts, maintenance of Girl Scout councils, all those kind of good things. So when you buy the Girl Scout cookies, they come with a good cause. They 
are intentionally kept offline so that the girls themselves can go out and sell them. So I think that like one of the allure of the Girl Scout cookie is just the fact that they're they're scarce, right? They're hard to find. There's only like one month out of the year and you have to be at the grocery store at a certain time or have a relative selling them to even get access to Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, it's like the, what is it? The Nintendo marketing scheme that everybody goes after is they just drive down the... Uh the supply and clamor for them, man. Yeah. So are you hypothesizing that if Girl Scout cookies were sold all year round, they would sell less than 200,000 boxes or whatever it is? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, scarcity makes them more valuable and they'd, they'd have to knock down the price if they're going to sell them. That's, that's quite a bit for a box of cookies. Speaking of sales, I got some numbers on here in terms of the popularity of them. The number one, and would you like to guess which one this is? I feel like this one's pretty easy. It's kind of a no brainer. The tag along? No, no, not even close. Samoa? Not even I, close. I Thin Mints. The second bestseller is Samoas, which are also known as Caramel Delights. And I remember back maybe about 10 years ago on the internet, there was a there was like a right-wing hoax that they had changed the name from Samoa to Caramel Delight uh, out of political correctness. That's completely false. The truth behind that is there's actually two bakeries that sell Girl Scout cookies. There's ABC Bakery and LBB Bakery. So they still actually are called Samoas if you buy them from the LBB Bakery and their Caramel Delights from from ABC. The box that I have is uh, Caramel Delights. Yeah, see, that's what they'd like you to think. Conspiracy. Oh, are, are, oh, you're part of the right-wing conspiracy? <laughs> you think that uh, the Samoan the Samoan people got offended by having a delicious cookie named after them in tribute? Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Third one is the peanut butter sandwich, also known as Dosidos. Then they got uh, peanut butter patties, also known as tagalongs, lemonades, shortbread ones. Those are also known as trefoils. Those are kind of the most boring ones. They're like a shortbread cookie that's shaped like the Girl Scout logo. And then uh, we got thanks a lot, Girl Scout s'mores and trios rounding out the currently available Girl Scout cookies. Apparently where your uh, niece goes to school, the thanks a lots have just jumped up to number one, huh? What are they? What is the thanks a lot? Tell, describe that cookie. Yeah, I, I asked her too and she just said it was a cookie. So I had to look it up myself. It was a shortbread cookie dipped in fudge with a thank you message across the top. It looks like a really boring cookie to me. <laughs> They're new though. I think they came out last year. So maybe that's why there's been such a surge in popularity. They, they're only at 6% of total sales on here. And just to give you an idea, the Thin Mints are at 25%. So there's 19 point difference between the sales of the two. So that's a substantial shift this year to the first grade. You know, take note of that if you're if you're buying a Girl Scout cookie futures. No, okay. I bought a number of these. I got the Thin Mints. I got the Samoas, aka the uh, Caramel Delights. I got the peanut butter sandwiches, also known as the Dosidos. I tried these lemonades, which I had never heard of before. And I tried the s'mores. And an interesting thing about the s'mores is I looked these up too, because these these are newer ones. N- not only are there two different bakeries naming these things, but one of the bakeries makes their s'more completely different from the other one. The ones I have are chocolate covered with graham cracker on the other side and the other bakery makes them with the graham cracker on the outside and some chocolate and I guess marshmallow frosting on the inside. I haven't tasted them. I have no idea. But yeah, completely different cookie from the from a different bakery. I'm not sure if the spec sheet got screwed up or what. But um, And I kind of wished I got the other ones. But we'll get to that when I get to those because I'm going to start out with the Thin Mints, man. You've had a Thin Mint before, haven't you? Absolutely. Now, these are great. These are the classic. What, what I always did as a kid, it was we would take you know a sleeve of these Put a sleeve in the cupboard, a sleeve in the freezer, because these, like a lot of chocolate items, are really good frozen. They took the trans fat out of these in the mid-2000s. And here you get four cookies, 160 calories, 7 grams of fat, 11 grams of sugar. And interestingly enough about these, with the two different bakeries, these are made slightly differently too. The, the layout of the chocolate. If you have it from the bakery that I have it from, which I believe is ABC Bakery, they uh, there's a bit more chocolate on here, and the cookie seems to be a little bit thicker than the ones from LBB. When I was growing up as a kid, I had 
the LBB one. So these ones are, are, are relatively new to me. Let's give them a bite. Let's see how they, they hold up. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, you know what? They taste they taste the same. They taste the same as I remember them. Maybe a little bit thicker. I'm not sure. They're relatively good. You've definitely had Thin Mints before, right? Is it one of your favorites? Is it in your wheelhouse? Uh, you know, I've had them before, and I think, you know, they make the Keebler uh, Grasshopper flavor, which, if I'm not mistaken, is pretty similar. They're not my favorite. I like the uh, Samoas better, but, uh, you know, they're okay. I, I don't... I. I have a tough time throwing down five bucks for a box of cookies. Well, you're supporting a Girl Scout troop, so I mean, there's a bit of altruism in there. <laughs> Is there? I know that may not be in your vocabulary, but <laughs> so these are pretty good. I can I can see why these are number one. It's been a strong, consistent flavor. It's it, when you look at this list of Girl Scout cookies, there's there's been nearly like a hundred of them. A lot have been rotated out, but the Thin Mints have been untouchable for I think as long as they've been around. And you are right about that grasshopper thing. These were made by a, a division of Keebler, Keebler Bakery, for a while. So. The Thin Mints and the Grasshopper shared a very similar recipe. Huh? Uh, the next one you mentioned is the um, the, the censored name Samoas, which is not true. That's a scary thing about reading articles on the internet, too, because I believed that for a while. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, man. Thanks, Obama. Samoas? Why were Samoan people offended by, uh, <laughs> by a, a delicious cookie? A vanilla cookie topped with caramel, sprinkled with toasted coconut, and laced with chocolatey stripes. I mean, what more could you want? You mentioned that this one is your favorite, correct? That is, yeah. Well, in these bad boys, you get two cookies for 130 calories, six grams of fat, 12 grams of sugar. I think a lot of these are going to end up being pretty comparable for what a serving is. Let's see how these hold up too. And again, I think when I lived in New York, when I was a kid, when I remember, I don't know, that's where my memory has been formed of Girl Scout cookies and I hadn't had them a long time since then. I think that they were doing the LBB bakery out there or whatever bakery was in the 80s. Yeah, you know, I remember these being a little bit chewier, like the caramel and the coconut being, uh, you know, like you'd, you'd kind of pull like a nice cheesy pizza when you bit into the cookie. And this one, it's not necessarily crunchy, but it cuts pretty evenly when your teeth. This one's your favorite. What makes it your favorite, Marty? I just like the combination. I like the caramel in there, and uh, I definitely like the, the coconut on top. And maybe it's because it's there's not a, a, a mimic that you can buy off the shelf that I know of. Again, the scarcity of it. You can only have them every once in a while. Maybe that's it. Yeah, it's like the Puxawani fill of, of cookies. <laughs> Going back to Thin Mints. The Thin Mints, because I, I didn't give them a rating. I would give Thin Mints uh, not frozen, a 6 out of 10, frozen, a 7 out of 10. Hmm. The Caramel Delights, a.k.a. Samoas, I would give an 8 out of 10. They're, they're, they're nice. And one thing to note here, too, is, oh, man, I was going to say they use sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup, but I just got a little bit further down the ingredients. And sure enough, there is the high fructose corn syrup. So, you know, these aren't non-GMO. These aren't anything like that. They are certified green on palm oil, though. So, yeah, got that going for them. Now, these ones are really good, too. These these ones are probably tied with me with the Samoas or the peanut butter sandwich, also known as Dosey Dose. Okay. Are you familiar with these ones? It's a crispy and crunchy oatmeal cookie with creamy peanut butter filling. And that's interesting. I never noticed that this was an oatmeal cookie on here before. I always thought it was a peanut butter cookie. Yeah, I've, I've had them. I don't, you know, I don't I don't remember them. It's been so long, but uh, I know I've had the, the peanut butter offer, offering from the Girl Scouts. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at this box a little bit closer. And if you look near the nutrition label on the bottom left, they actually list the bakery that made these on here and uh it does match up to what wikipedia said peanut butter sandwich is made by abc bakery sure enough that's what these are i guess similar to another butter i guess it's it's two uh, two cookies with the with the peanut butter in the middle solid 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 cookie actually now that i know that this is oatmeal cookie i'm going to try the the top cookie itself without any peanut butter let's see let's see how that goes hmm you know Maybe it's because it's just been sitting with peanut butter on it, but I mean, it doesn't really taste oatmeal-y to me at all. It tastes it tastes like peanut butter, so that's a big surprise that they're calling this an oatmeal cookie. But I'll try the whole thing now. 
Yeah, I mean these are these are awesome. Even better with a glass of milk. They do get a little a little dry, especially with the peanut butter in there. But if you dip these for like I don't know, you know some cookies you dip in milk mm-hmm. and you know within two seconds they start breaking apart. These I think you can do like a decent like three second dunk on. You don't want to go much longer than that, but you do like a three second dunk, two and a half second dunk, take it out, throw it in your mouth, you're all set. These are these are pretty much tied with the caramel delights to me. Next time I'm buying Girl Scout cookies, I would I would probably get a box of each and maybe leave some of the rest of these on the table. So what are your top two? Well, so far I still got these lemonades and the s'mores to go, but so far my top two are the peanut butter sandwiches. Oh. And I got these caramel delights. The other ones here, these are newer ones because I had been out of the Girl Scout cookie game for a long time. I didn't know anybody who was selling Girl Scout cookies. I don't know. I think my social anxiety is too high to just buy them off a, a person with a with a, a stand on the street. Although they're really rare to run into. Like usually they'll be like at a grocery store and I won't I just won't have cash on me. You know, like they'll be set up in front. Yeah, they need to get one of those little uh, card readers somehow. Well, a- a- according to uh, Wikipedia, they do have one now, so they can they can take your credit card from you. There you go. Although I paid cash this time. Oh no, I didn't. My uh, my mother bought them for me. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the next one here, these are these are lemonades. So this completely diverts from the path here. This is a, a fruity cookie that they've they've put out. I don't I've never had a fruity Girl Scout cookie before. They've all been, you know, a chocolate or peanut butter based. I've even had those shortbread ones. I don't know when these lemonades came out. It's uh savory slices of shortbread. They're refreshing tangy lemon flavored icing on the bottom. It's a round cookie. The cookie itself is shaped like a lemon wedge, and it's about the size of a lemon wedge, too, just to help you visualize this. And then it I don't know if I've had lemon chocolate. You get two cookies here, 150 calories, seven grams of fat, nine grams of sugar. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a bite. Hmm. That's solid. You know what this would go really well with? Like some green tea. You ever do a British style, have some tea and cookies? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> do you ever have like coffee and cookies? Uh, yeah, I don't I only drink coffee in the morning, so no. All right. Well, <laughs> do you like fruity cookies? I know that when we did the Oreos, you were not really a fan of the apple pie ones that you got. Do you think that's something like a lemonade cookie uh, would interest you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. that. Mm, I mean, I'll take your word for it that they're good. I don't think I'd rush out. That seems like a pretty small uh, small market that they're trying to hit there. People that go for lemon shortbread cookies. It pairs surprisingly well. I know that they, they do a lot of the shortbread. And I guess the thank yous are a very similar thing. It's just the shortbread dipped in chocolate with the chocolate bottom. And I've had a lot of you know cookies like that before or with like a vanilla cream on it. Seems like a very sort of typical blase block. You know, take on a cookie. Shortbread to me is, yeah, it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But this lemon zest on the bottom, it really does kick it up a bit. This one, um, 7.5, man, this this may be worth revisiting. The last one I got here is uh, s'mores. Now, when you were in the militia, did you guys eat a lot of s'mores around the campfire? Uh, yeah, when we could get our hands on uh, chocolate, when they'd, uh, when they'd smuggle chocolate into the area, we'd ration it out and we'd make s'mores. Yes. Is there a particular brand of chocolate or graham cracker or even marshmallow you'd gravitate towards or just like any any port in a storm when it came to when it came to s'mores? Well, I think the standard would be Hershey's, right? They, they make them like the little squares you can bust off. And I mean, lately I've gotten a, lot, gotten a lot more creative when I do the campfire, you know, with the Reese's peanut butter cup. And, you know, they have the different flavored marshmallows, stuff like that. But uh, Oh, you make like a Reese's peanut butter cup s'more? Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, you're right. There was like Hershey and there was like generic knockoff Hershey. The, the chocolate aisle was pretty limited. Maybe there was like a Diva if you went to a slightly nicer convenience store or drugstore. But, you know, real like real high end chocolates were kept to like boutique stores. And now 
I wouldn't really even think of buying Hershey's chocolate anymore unless I was reviewing it because, well, most of their chocolate's not even chocolate anymore. And not even for a s'more? What do you use what? for a s'more? Like a Dove bar or something? What do you... You know, I don't gravitate towards sweets that much. So I, I'm more of a salt and vinegar and sour kind of sweet kind of guy. I don't like chocolate that much. So I never really make s'mores. Oh, man. But if I were to, uh, I just had this cacao dark oh. chocolate. Is that how you say cacao? Yeah. Kakawa? I'm not sure from Trader Joe's, but that was pretty good. I might consider using that. Huh. But either way, so this s'more here, this, as I mentioned, there's two different bakeries. So the ABC bakery, they make these ones with the graham cracker chocolate covered. And it's really disappointing. I'm snapping in half because there's supposed to be, you know, marshmallow is supposed to make a s'more. And there's like the thinnest layer ever of marshmallow. There's already a thin layer of chocolate. And this is like a quarter of the thickness of that. I mean, you practically need a microscope to see the marshmallow on here, and it's more like a vanilla frosting. Yeah, I mean, it adds nothing to the flavor profile, so this is... It's hard to judge at first, because it's initially very disappointing. I want a marshmallow flavor to be in here, and it's just not. It's This is graham cracker and and chocolate, so I don't know. I wouldn't get these again. And even <laughs> even as, like, a, gra- a chocolate-covered graham cracker, eh, yeah, mm. yeah. Sorry, Girl Scouts. Four out of ten. And real quick, just so I can get these out of my house. Have you had... They make Girl Scout ice creams and Girl Scout cereals. I happened to be in Target and just like on an impulse buy. I knew we were doing this episode and I saw Girl Scout Thin Mints cereal. Yeah, that's really good. I like it. (laughs) Oh, you have had it before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's odd. It tastes exactly like Thin Mints, except, you know, that flavoring added to a whole grain corn cereal, but the exact flavor just on corn grain. So on, on that merit alone... This gets a really high score because I love when things are supposed to taste like something and they do. You know, it's just like, oh, a, you know, like Dorito, like, oh, I wish this Dorito flavor was on a potato chip, but then it doesn't taste anything like a Dorito. Or there was like Reese's peanut butter cup cereal and the cereal tasted nothing like Reese's peanut butter. It was the most disappointing thing ever, right? Yep. No, they nailed it. They're, it's like eating Girl Scout cookies for breakfast. I love it. Yeah, man. You get uh, it's 120 calories a serving, three grams of fat, nine grams of sugar. So I mean, it's not it's not any worse than your regular type sugar cereals. It's uh, damn, it's good stuff. I I highly recommend this, especially if you like Thin Mints. It, you'll be blown away by how it even has like that weird aftertaste that Thin Mints have. It's crazy. You don't have to wait for somebody to come to your door with it either. You can just go buy it. Do you think, well, do you think a Samoa cereal would taste good? That's what I, I, I kind of wondered why they, why they just went with Thin Mints. I guess it's the most popular or most easiest to, easiest to replicate with uh, the cereal flavor. But I was hoping they'd make a bunch more flavors to go along with the line of cookies, you know? Like other than Samoa's, what flavor cereal would you suggest? The lemonade. The lemonade. The lemonade, <laughs> the lemonade's with milk. Hmm. Could, could, could be good, lemonade. We're Snackmasters, Inc. You can find all of our current and old episodes at snackmastersinc.com. That's I-N-C, not I-N-K. We're on Instagram. Check out our Instagram, instagram.com slash snackmastersinc, where we have uh, food reviews, photos of these episodes, videos, tons of stuff. It's a natural extension of the show. Definitely go check that out. We're on Twitter at snackmastersinc, and we're on iTunes, Google Play, everywhere. Podcasts are heard around the world. Hey, MSG, before we go, I got a question for you. You got kids. And when you had kids, did you put those little child safety locks on your cabinets and and doors and all that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Some of them are still on there. Oh, wow. You're that lazy? Yeah. (laughs) Or they still work. You're still keeping your son out of of the pantry. No, I just, I'm lazy. Ah. Well, with my first son, which we did keep up to after he even, you know, after he was, I guess, well, we had our next one two years later. So it wasn't like it was time to take them down anyway. But we even kept like the door handle ones on that he couldn't, he couldn't reach yet. 
But he didn't, he never figured out the latch ones that you put underneath the sink and everything. But my other son, he's like a mechanical mastermind. He immediately figured out how those things work. And then he opens it and just like mocks you and laughs it. <laughs> Were they useful for your kids? No, I remember my daughter, she would uh, recognize the bears, but my son, I mean, if you pulled hard enough, you could just, you know, yank that latch off and he would use just brute strength to get whatever was in there and he just pull it open. So hello, you there? Wow, so he could just rip it off the hinges. Yeah, my he was yeah, he's a a big kid and he just uh there was no stopping him. What I noticed with the door locks is they they don't necessarily keep kids out, the door handle things, but they keep like relatives out. And I know like when my my mother-in-law comes over, she can't get into the bathroom, <laughs> you know. I had to I had to help her out with that one. The uh Snagmaster Jr., he just dismantled the one on the door to his bedroom eventually. And, and just you know, walked out. They're they're not the hardest things to like reverse engineer. I think if you're a child, <laughs> no, they're a, they just buy you enough time to get there while the kids fiddling with it. I think. Yeah, they're they're like the uh, the child locks they put on on lighters. They're just they're just kind of annoying if your hand is slippery. <laughs> but other than that, not that not that hard to figure out. You know, you're not really tricking anybody. No. <laughs> Got anything else, man? No, I'm good. We're uh, I'm set. Shout out Girl Scouts, man. I, one of our listeners is a Girl Scout leader, and she's like super into it. Oh wow! Somebody, well, yeah, somebody I work with. So, do you know the troop number? <laughs> no, I wish I did, man. But she's she's all about it. She goes to their camp every year and everything, like. She's she's really down with them. Well, go open up your wallet and buy some Girl Scout cookies from her, you cheap B-word. <laughs> hey, Stagmaster Jr. Girl Scout us out of here. Stagmaster Jr. Pinewood Derby us away. All right, buddy, we're scouty here. I don't like that one because I hide that one. Hide that one? Hide that one. Okay, I'll hide the Samoa in my mouth and I'll eat it because I like these. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the Thin Mint, the peanut butter sandwich, the lemonade, and the s'mores? Which one of those was your favorite? The s'mores. The s'mores one? That's chocolate. What was your next favorite? This one, and this one, and this one. Oh, so you like them in order? S'mores, peanut butter sandwich, then lemonade, and then the Thin Mint. Wow, interesting. That's a, that's a, that's an interesting order. Those are called Girl Scout cookies. Dozy, <laughs> dozy. Aliens eat cat food. Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> Do you eat cat food? <laughs> no. All right, smart kid. Can I have a big cookie now? Is that chicken? No, it's cat food. It's cat food. I just distract them. Oh, that's a pity because you know this. Um, well, this is a nice uh, uh, cat food, you know. But of course, he's not your house, eh? So we'll just have to go and uh, give it to someone else. We need you to sign there. Okay, there it is. Now you can take that. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, wait. No, the creatures became incredibly obsessed with cat food. There's something about that. It was like catnip for cats, only a lot more intense. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Master! Snack Master! Snack Master!